Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. World Education Day, also known as the International Day of Education, is an observance day recognized worldwide on the 24th of January. The celebration began in 2019 after a declaration by the United Nations General Assembly to honor the role of education for peace and development. The fifth edition of the International Day of Education is slated for Tuesday, 24 January 2023, with the theme to invest in people, prioritize education. In light of the upcoming celebration, Radio Nigeria took the opportunity to speak to stakeholders who expressed their different views on the current state as well as challenges faced by the Nigerian education system. It is an unarguable fact that education in Nigeria is not only affordable, you also acquire knowledge from people who are extremely qualified they're getting a lot and paying less for it before people get employed in most nigerian schools the authorities make sure that these people are very qualified before employing them so they don't just employ anybody there has been a great improvement in the educational system in nigeria the likes of donjazi walisho inka and dora akunili who had their educational foundations in nigeria and have gone ahead to do exploits in their various fields i think the education system is far behind compared to countries we are powered as in i'm talking about African countries. For tertiary institutions, if you look at the rankings, you see most of other universities ahead of those that are native to Nigeria, right? So like they are going down to the secondary and primary education. If you look at the statistics, transitioning from secondary school to higher institution, they have a significant drop in number of people that are applying because most people are no more even interested in education. And it's because most people that even go to school and graduate there is no job. As much as it has potentials, it is actually very porous currently. And because of that, there is a personal input of students into education. We still have scheme of works that are decades ago. There's no improvement. There is no constant addition of what is currently and what will be coming soon. It's just recycling what they've already done before. So it's making little or no progress. The same books that you read for an English and literary studies student in 1997, the same book we are still reading now, Oedipus Rex, and the rest of all those stories that do not evolve as the world evolves. I thought education evolves as the world evolves. It's really, really bad because series of and series and series of strikes. Apart from the normal asshole strike, my school used to go on some two, two weeks, one, one week strike and things like that. So it's really bad. It's not that perfect because of poor training from the angle of the staff that is the teachers and then the poor availability of materials for education. And again, it's based on theoretical aspect. There is no practical aspect to it and after schooling there is no direct support from companies to employ those that actually practiced what they studied in school. I am a Nigerian and I cannot say that all through my life the school I attended did not give me what I needed. So I cannot say that Nigerian education system is not it might not be up to other countries like in terms of advancement in technology and some other stuff. So I still think that Nigeria is trying their best in giving priorities to education. 
education. Education remains one of the sectors most affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Before COVID-19, the Nigerian education system used a majorly face-to-face -face approach to teaching and learning. With the emergence of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Nigerian education sector faced a new set of challenges due to the forced school closure. Even with the crisis passed, the after-effects are still present in schools across the country. Some of these were also discussed by stakeholders. Corona induces severe destruction in our educational system. Schools were closed and children were deferred to their houses. They shifted to an alternative education mode, but that alternative was not accessible to all. Children from the poor structure, even the middle class, were not able to arrange the computer or get internet access for the online learning. They were forced to be dropped out from school. The pandemic made us to realize that the single area where we need reformation is education. The shift from traditional education system to online educational mode was so sudden. But this transformation, despite the limitation, has paved the way for a change in the existing educational system. COVID was a fact that was going to show us that education is beyond classroom. Education is learning. A lot of students took a break from the classroom and they stopped learning. We should have corrected that. But we just continue our routine. We just rush up. You know, we're not able to cover the scheme of work in six months. So let's just try and cover it in one month. We didn't really care about the quality. We're just more worried about meeting targets. By now, most schools would have caught up with the curriculum. The only issue COVID has brought the tertiary institution. I think when schools started resuming, most of them had already gotten themselves engaged with one or two businesses. So they might not want to go back to lecture. The pre-COVID education was better, I would say, because now they are just rushing students. They have a lot of people that are just going to school for exams. In three months, a semester is done in a year. You have two full school years in a year. And it doesn't make it conducive for any student. I went to a school that was a little bit advanced. And during the corona period, we started online exams. We started receiving classes from home. We did tests from home, classes from home, assignments from home, online. And that was like an avenue to broaden our views that education is beyond the four walls of the classroom. But that was impressive. And as you can see, so many schools too are still trying to do that too. My school wasn't doing anything in COVID. Other schools, you could see the host on Zoom and things like that. Every good school all around the world, they were doing e-classes and things like that. But nothing of such was happening. So we were just there for the eight months doing nothing. Moving forward, various suggestions were made towards how the government as well as private school owners can hope to improve the standard of education in the country. Secondary schools need more engaging syllables in every aspect. I've come to realize that these people, they actually like something that would engage them to learn. Do they have extracurricular activities? Do they go out for sport? Do they have fine arts? All these things that are largely underrated in these schools are what they actually really need. Children are not like adults that can just fall into a boring course. They like to read something that is fun or read something after having fun to accommodate a lot of fun in the schools. Actually, when it comes to art, drama, everything entertainment, you realize that they have interest in all of those things. So it should not be stereotyped. Constant addition of what is currently and what will be coming soon. We have to involve students in how the world is evolving. It should be this practical aspect in school so that it's in the person and as the person is leaving the school system, he's getting directly into the labor force. To maintain a strong political 
mobilization around education and paving way to bringing this global initiative into action. Education needs to be given a top priority in various structures of society. In the sense that education fosters economic growth. Every dollar spent in quality education generates strong positive return for our economy. It generates the society with knowledge and skill to escape poverty. It reduces gender inequality and even crime. So education should be given priority of global development. Education is not only a basic right, but a public good and responsibility. It would require the joint efforts of both the public and private sectors to raise the standard of education for the sake of peace and development as well as Nigeria's future as a nation. This is Radio Nigeria. I am Reginald Sir. Indigenous Rights Radio because knowledge is power.